Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, it's, uh, it's Tiger. Back at it, the grilling, uh, one of the big grilling days of the year. I would, I would guess that the 4th of July, I don't have the information in front of me, but I would guess the 4th of July is ahead of Memorial Day weekend. But there was a lot of cooking going on, and Tiger's carcass got roasted all day long. I mean, what a what a gift on a holiday here. Right? Well, it's a wonderful. The NBA Finals don't start to the end of the week. The NHL game was a snooze fest. What a bore that was. And uh, we had a bunch of baseball stuff, which is also you know, mildly interesting. I mean, a brawl in baseball. But Tiger Woods, just last week we had heard Tiger's feeling good. He's fe- apparently really was feeling good. 
as he got popped. You know by now, right? Tiger popped early Monday morning, driving under the influence of uh, alcohol or drugs. There's a, a debate on that now. We're on the radio in Jupiter, Florida. You think Tiger heard my Mallard monologue about Jim Harbaugh under attack by a former NFL player, and that inspired him to drive all over the road? It's possible. He could be listening. Shout out to Tiger. Call in if you want, Tiger. You know the number. I did pull out. And apparently he did. You drove all over the place. So he gets stopped by the police about 3 in the morning. And we always say the only good thing that happens at 3 in the morning is stuff on radio. That's it. The best radio is at 3 in the morning. Uh, that, that's when you need to be listening to the radio. Uh, and then he got released by about 11 o'clock. So he was out of jail on his own recognizance uh, by the Palm Beach County Jail uh, about 11 o'clock. Now, we've had listeners that have spent time in the Palm Beach County Jail, uh, and they some of them are P1s. Now, according to the, the reports, and we'll get into this, there's a lot of layers to it. It's a very big cake, and there's a lot of layers of frosting and other stuff. Uh, but the, the reports indicated that the police clearly saw something haywire with the car. They didn't know it was Tiger Woods, but this person's driving erratically all over the place. And they pull them over. And then here's a key part of the tale for Tiger. The Tiger tale. Uh, the officer, according to the media reports, smelled alcohol. And that's an important part of the story. Alcohol was on Tiger Woods' breath, if you believe that report. And at that point, apparently, Tiger Woods became agitated and was annoyed. He's like, wait a minute here. I'm Tiger effing Woods. And he became arrogant. And we're told at that point the officer then asked for Tiger to blow. I uh, said, Mr. Woods, can you please blow into the breathalyzer? And uh, Tiger said, uh, you think I was born in, you know, yesterday? No, I'm not going to blow into that. What, are you crazy? He refused, and in the state of Florida, that means automatic handcuffs. You're going to the pokey, pokey, pokey. Tiger Woods, you have been arrested. You are a criminal in the Sunshine State. Your license is going to be suspended. And so that led to what? That led to an all-day feeding frenzy. It was Man versus man, woman versus woman in the media, trying to one-up each other. Some of the headlines, The Sun in the U.K. saying that Tiger's latest scandal surely ended his dream of returning to the top of the world of golf. Like there's never been a golfer who's a drunk, please. Uh, Then I was watching Fox Sports 1 speak for yourself. They declared that this is the greatest fall in the history of sport Seems a little much. Uh, Shannon Sharp checked in on this. He said, I don't know if we've ever had a greater athlete fall so, so far from glory. Really? I mean, you shouldn't drink and drive, but let's uh, let's not overreact a little bit. I mean, uh, you know, let's roll it back slightly. Yes? All right, so do you agree with these scandalous reports, the dogpiling that is going on here? Uh, and I, I clearly don't. I, I do not agree with this. Uh, Tiger's a, a dummy for what he did, number one. But Tiger Woods' fall from glory, which everyone seems to think happened now, it actually happened almost a decade ago. I don't understand this. Like, he's not good. He hasn't been good in a while. And he's likely not the first time he went out, boozed up, and drove around. 
Fair to say, you don't usually get caught the first time you have a misstep in that department. You get away with it a couple of times, and then the one time you don't, whether it's the fourth or the fifth time or the tenth time, uh, you got to re- be really unlucky the first time you do that to get caught. But they will find you before you find them. I promise you. I, I tell you that. But it's like the mainstream media, the daytime media, which we call the mainstream media. We're on at nights. We're not mainstream. We're fringe. We're fringe on the overnight. It's like these people have been suffering from amnesia with the reaction. Tiger Woods is 41 years old. He has won a lot of majors, but he hasn't won a major since he was 32. In fact, he used to make the cut every single tournament, right? For like eight years in a row, any tournament he was in, he made the cut. He's got the record for that. And now he doesn't even play golf anymore, but when he does play golf, not very often, he didn't qualify for the tournament. It's an accomplishment for Tiger to even qualify, and we're supposed to believe now that uh, this is the greatest fall in the history of sports right now. No, it already happened. It already happened. As far as Tiger Woods' defense, Tiger Woods, in a prepared statement, I would assume vetted heavily by his legal team, uh, released a statement taking responsibility and blaming his arrest on prescription drugs, not alcohol. Now, this is one of those great IQ tests. How stupid are you? Tiger Woods thinks you're the village idiot and a rube and a country bumpkin to buy that. A couple of thoughts here. Uh, Just use some logic. I, I know that's hard to do. But let's assume that Tiger's being accurate. What's he doing driving at 3 o'clock in the morning if he's taking medicine? And that's the first time he's taking the medicine? That doesn't add up. And why did the media reports at TMZ and elsewhere say the police officer smelled alcohol? Hmm. You do not have to be Inspector Gadget to figure out that there are some holes in this particular story. But as far as the long-term damage... It always comes back to one thing. It is no different for Tiger Woods than it is for these other athletes that get in trouble and have a a mini scandal or a big scandal. There is one word that will solve much of this. It's a three-letter word. Yes, it starts with a W. That's right, win. Uh, That's what Tiger Woods has to do. If he wins and gets back and wins a major, a couple of majors, then this is all forgotten but what were you doing june 16th 2008 do you remember you probably don't remember it's a long time ago june 16th 2008 that's when tiger woods won the u.s open his third u.s open championship that was his 14th major and the last major that he won at tory pines he beat rocco mediate whatever happened to rocco mediate what happened to him and that was a sudden death after an 18-hole playoff. They just kept playing and playing and playing. The night after that, Tiger Woods' last win in a major. You know what happened that night, the night after? The Boston Celtics won a championship. They beat the Lakers with now-retired players like Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. That was the day after Tiger Woods' last won a major. George W. Bush, three presidents ago, he still had seven months left in office, the last time Tiger Woods uh, was on top, was in the winner's circle. So it's been over 3,000 days. I think I've made my point. 
Uh, anyway, the bottom line here, it is still a developing situation. And there's more layers that are going to come out in the next couple of days. But Tiger Woods, even without weaning in almost a decade, is still a very valuable commodity. And companies like to prop Tiger up, and they like to bring him around as a, a spokesman for their products and whatnot. But the, the advocates are working hard to spin this story. They're going with the prescription medication excuse. They're going with that. And they're going to die on the sword on that one. But the next layer to this, let's go to the videotape. Apparently there was some at least dashboard camera, if not a police officer with a body cam, and that's going to come out. And that's important. And why is it important? Well, if Tiger Woods is a total douche, in the video, and it sounds like he might have been, judging by some of the speculative gossipy reports, uh, then, well, then you got something extra good there because that that will live forever. That will go uh, nowhere. That will stay in cyberspace, and at any given moment, you can just pull that out there, have a great time, a wonderful time with that. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and I believe, I think Eddie's shown up for work. I believe he's here. I didn't see him, but I think he's well, here. Well, it's not a holiday, so I'm here. Well, it is technically a holiday on the West Coast. You're still in a holiday mode. Surprised yeah, you came in. The, the people upstairs don't pay me not to work like they did yesterday, so. Oh, really? I'm they here. Paid yeah. you not to work. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. Really? Interesting. Well, a veteran is, takes the uh, the comp day and uses that when other people are No, working. that's what somebody does who apparently doesn't like his family. Well, I love my family, but I love uh, taking time off uh, when people are other people are working. Time well, I like it. to take time off when my family is also off so I can spend time with them. You don't have to spend time with your family. Well, like I said, out. that's going to the deadly that you don't like your family. I enjoy my family. You do radio. You don't any prep for this. You show up and work and you leave. You don't, I spend all day getting ready for the show, so it's a little different for me, but I still I still like Eddie. I still like you know going away when people are other people are working. And my family That's fine. There's my no, family loves me. That. My I family am, loves me enough where they actually can take time off when I'm uh, when I'm able to take time off. When I choose well, to my, my, my wife is a teacher. She can't. Oh, she has plenty of time. She has summer off. What are you talking about? She has more time off than anybody if you're a teacher. You get nothing, you get and nothing she but gets free all time. the holidays off, which exactly. is why I take all the holidays off. So you're just a time off whore is what you are. Because you all summer. I don't take the entire on. summer off. Well, why not? Your wife's off. Don't you because love they your don't, wife? they don't allow me to. Why not? Would, if, why, I, why I, you, if they did, I would. You should ask the management and say, listen, my wife's off all summer. I think I should be off eh, all summer. That's not good advice. It's not fair. I'm a married man. I need to be off with my wife. Terrible advice. I think that's great advice. I think you should try it. You should go to management tomorrow morning and say, I, listen. I don't, I don't even know where their office is, so I couldn't do that. I think Coop knows. He'll show you. And you go up there and you just say, hey, listen, I I think it's important that this summer, why should I be different? We should all be equal here. And uh, whenever my wife's off, I should be off. I think that's great advice. Yeah. I I wouldn't do that. Why not? Because that's stupid. It's not stupid. All right. Anyway, uh, we'll we'll take your phone calls. You know the number. I would assume you know the number on how to to get it. If you don't know the number, well. Figure it out. If not, then just listen. You know, there's no requirement that you have to be part of this. But if you're able to figure it out, we'd love to have you. So that's how we were doing it now because the sh- calls are better that way. And you can ask, also get asked on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. And uh, I, I hear a lot from basketball haters, and we have many of them that listen to the show. Why do you talk so much about the NBA? Sound just like you. 
And they often tell me, they say, well, NHL hockey, playoff hockey is so much better than basketball. And so here I was on a Monday night watching the Stanley Cup. What a bore. <laughs> what an absolute. You've got to be kidding me. 20 minutes. The, the Penguins went almost 40 minutes without a shot. The second period was a disaster. And that's great. That's your showcase event. You had controversy. <laughs> you had yes. a ridiculous disallowed you, 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 goal for the you, first goal of the game that completely not, changed what, the momentum what, of the game. One team not even trying to score, and they had the lead, so they're like, all right, we won't even shoot the puck on the net. We'll just And then you have a, a tie <laughs> game in the third period, and that, compared to any of these NBA games, oh, that was you are, you are, I mean, the greatest game ever played. You are so far in the tank for hockey, you can't even realize that what a terrible game that was. It was a 3-3 three, three game in the third period. It I doesn't mean, matter. The 20, a 20 this is like, that's like turning period. Off a first quarter right, football logic, game when it's twenty-one right, nothing. But by that logic, the argument is in basketball. Oftentimes, the games are kind of boring for the half, first half or something. But boy, the fourth quarter is great. What a great uh, not finish! Not this season. They've been boring the entire game. This was games. a boring game. Fine, they had a close finish, but the the first two periods it was three nothing Penguins, and then the second period nothing. They even try to shoot. You can't tell me you go twenty minutes. Or 30 minutes or 38 minutes without taking a damn shot. That's they good took argument. shots. They just were oh, on goal. Okay. That doesn't count. All right. Anyway, I, I, I'm talking to a brick wall with you when it comes to this. Uh, people that know, like me, the casual observer know that was a boring situation. Yeah. Just it keep was. watching those great NBA the games. The highlight for me was the, the uh, mutilated catfish that somebody threw uh, on the, the ice there. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Just another lazy Memorial Day filled with baseball all over the place. Uh, that was until the eighth inning in San Francisco, the Giants and the Nationals. A typical baseball game until Hunter Strickland, the giant relief pitcher, came in on the first pitch against Bryce Harper. Bam! Drilled him. And uh, knocked him down, and well, he didn't really knock him down, but he did ignite a free for all, uh, and uh, this led to a a tussle, which was the highlight of the day in baseball. And there's several parts to this that you put the puzzle together. Now, the question is this: the most important question is who won the fight between Bryce Harper and Hunter Strickland? Who was the winner? And I would answer that this way. That's a clown question, bro. But I will go to the judges' scorecards, and here's how I saw the fight. I scored the fight 10-8 to in favor of Harper. I gave Bryce Harper the win, and I'm going to tell you why I gave Bryce Harper the win. A, Harper was the more aggressive fighter uh, during the brawl. Now, Strickland did connect first on he had a little pity-patty punch, a jab by Strickland at the start. Uh, and and then it was Harper who appeared to land a rather clean punch to the jaw of Strickland based on video and photographic still shots. Uh, Harper overall tossed more punches, although for a lot of this he was shadow boxing air. There were a lot of punches that were just floating around. The, the volume of punches was good. We'll have to check the CompuBox numbers to find out. I think Harper landed uh, slightly more than Strickland. And the numbers also show that the YouTube kid, Bryce Harper, the power punches were in his favor. 
And that matters. Like you, you score a fight, the power punch is what matters. Now, in contrast, I'll give Strickland an edge with the jabs. I'll give him an edge with the jabs. I mentioned he got that first shot in there that was a jab. Now, more importantly, Bryce Harper at all times stayed on his feet. And when you're judging a fight, that's another thing that you have to factor in. Harper could have gained an extra point if he had connected on the helmet toss. He, it was a, a horrible helmet toss. It looked like a Peyton Manning pass his last year with the Broncos. It was a wounded duck. It went one way. It was supposed to go the other way. Furthermore, in analyzing with my microscope the giant national brawl, the Giants looked like Keystone Cops because early on in the in the, the brawl when the benches were being cleared, Jeff Smarja came running out on the field from the Giants' bench, and he ran in to Michael Morris. It was giant-on-giant crime. They butted heads. It's like right out of a Three Stooges movie there. It's tremendously embarrassing. And I don't know how you could do anything but laugh at these jamokes who crashed into each other. And um, Michael Morris looked really bad. Uh, he, he dodged a punch by Harper. He got out of the way of a punch by Harper, only to get smashed by his teammate. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, what else? How about Hunter Strickland? Now, he was the thug in this, right? He became unhinged, Hunter Strickland did, after the fight. It was like a delayed reaction because while the, the fight was going on, he seemed upset, but he didn't seem that upset. And then once everything kind of calmed down, they pushed, they being the giant teammates, pushed Strickland away. And this delay, all of a sudden, he appeared to be on bath salts and was frustrated and the brouhaha had ended and Hunter Strickland did not get enough shots in. It took not one, not two, not three, not four. How about five San Francisco Giant teammates to hold back the wild beast of Hunter Strickland? You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett was famous when he played with the Timberwolves and the Celtics of igniting bad blood between players and then waiting for his teammates to come over and surround him and then act like he wanted to really get into a fight. But he made sure he waited till there were like three guys in front of him so he could not actually make contact. That's what it looked like with Hunter Strickland. He pulled the Garnett, the fake tough guy act. That's what he pulled there. And all of this is supposedly, we're told by the the mainstream baseball media, because Hunter Strickland was upset, a three-year grudge. 31 months ago, a couple of dingers that Strickland allowed to Bryce Harper, and he's still upset about that. That's great. What a, what a sourpuss that he's, he's held on to that rage all these years. Tremendous. He's upset because Harper got to him and then posed. Another one of those unwritten rules of baseball. So he decided to drill Harper, a little baseball diamond justice, if you will. Uh, And uh, all right, let's listen. Now, let's listen to Buster Posey. Here's an important layer to this, because while all of this was going on, Buster Posey could have worked as not a peacemaker, but he could have protected Hunter Strickland. And Buster Posey did not do that. Uh, and instead he stood back and watched even the home plate umpire made more of an effort to get out to the mound while Harper and Strickland were going at it, and Buster Posey, 
who is the only guy on the field wearing padding, right? He's got his catcher's gear on. He is protected from from injury here, but Buster Posey, looking like a giant wuss, decided, no, 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 I don't, I, I don't want to be a part of this. I, I did not. He couldn't even act like a little bit. He just stood there. He stood there and watched. Now, here's Buster Posey trying to explain what the hell happened. After it happened, I kind of saw Harper point, and then, you know, next thing you know, he's going out after him. And, uh, yeah, I missed some big guys tumbling around on the ground. You see Mike Morris is about as big as they come, and he was getting knocked around like a pinball. So um, it'd be a little dangerous to get in, get in there sometimes. You're wearing padding. You've got the catching gear on. You are the most protected guy in the field. Michael Morris did not have padding on. He had none of it. This is a serious violation of intestinal fortitude for Buster Posey. And you can talk about how great he is and the you know, future Hall of Famer and all these all-star games and MVP award and all the championships. He's been a part of being on good teams with the Giants. But that is, an, that is a wimp move. That is a cowardly move by Buster Posey. I don't know how you can look at it any other way. That's, that's ridiculous. And most catchers, if we've watched baseball long enough, I assume you know this. You do, right? Most catchers are taught that you protect your pitcher. And how do you protect your pitcher? If it looks like a player is going to charge the mound, you get out in front. You get out in front. And if you can't tackle the batter, you at least try to work as a speed bump to give the pitcher more time to brace for the batter who's running out to the mound. You try to impede the batter running out to the mound. That's how it's always worked. 100-plus years of baseball, but not Buster Posey. He said, I, no, I don't, this is tawdry behavior. I do not want to be part of this. Uh, yeah, I am above this. I will not be part of it. And it was very embarrassing. Very embarrassing for Buster Posey. All right, now what about Bryce Harper? He's going to get suspended for a bunch of games. He'll miss a bunch of time for the, the Giants. Uh, he attempted to throw a helmet. We mentioned that. And this was, to say this was not successful, uh, it's like saying the Hindenburg was not successful. It's very similar. Uh, Let's listen. There's an outdated reference. Let's listen to Bryce Harper try to explain the helmet toss that was a debacle. I was trying to go after him. I mean, I not, you know, with a helmet or, you know, just myself and just trying to, you know, do what I needed to do to, you know, keep it going, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I just, in that situation, you see red. I mean, you just try to, you know, do the best you can and get out of there and not get crushed by, you know, one of their teammates coming in. That's Bryce Harper's ninth ejection. Ninth ninth ejection for Bryce Harper. He's been up for a few years, and that's the first ejection for Hunter Strickland, who you probably never heard of before, even if you're a somewhat educated baseball fan. He's a setup guy. How many setup guys can you name uh, around baseball? Now, the Washington Nationals is going to be allowed to have a promotion later this season where Bryce Harper bobblehead with a helmet toss, like a little helmet toss Harper bobblehead. Will that be possible? Like with the helmets flying the wrong direction, you can put it on like a little spring, a little, little baby helmet on a spring like that. You could do that, right? You could totally do that. It's possible. All right, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and uh, we bring in – Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia is uh, alongside as uh, Bryce Harper 
charging the mound. Would Mike Trout do that? Well, Mike Trout's out for a while, but if he was able to play, would he charge the mound like that? Has he charged the mound? Uh, not that I can recall, but there's a Mike Trout expert on the staff, and his name is his, Coop his DeLoop, who uh, I, I saw him uh, before the show, and I said, so, yeah. Trout's out six to eight weeks, huh? And he said, yeah. <laughs> That's, that's how he sounds during Lakers season. Like, the Lakers are about to start playing. <laughs> sounds exactly like that. Who the hell, Bill Miller? Uh, as I know, has, Trout has, has never charged the mound. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't care enough to charge the mound. No, he's a consummate professional. He's like Buster Posey. He's a wuss. Is that right? Is that accurate? What was Buster Posey thinking? He's been in fights. The Giants have been in fights before. The bench Has he done this before or is this the first time? I don't recall Buster Posey standing off to the side while – uh, teams are trading punches. I don't. I don't recall that happening. Has that happened before? I don't recall that. Maybe if somebody was injured, maybe a pitcher or something like that. You know, was uh, yeah. in the dugout, but he had some sort of an injury. Maybe you could understand that. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And now a man who has systematically kept intelligent callers off the air, the Kubalo. John Wall was interviewed this weekend when he pointed the blame for the Wizards' downfall at their bench, saying that they got outplayed in every series. Do you think that the starting lineup for D.C. is good enough and that the depth is the only problem, or is it more than that? Yeah, it's more complex than that. First of all, the demise of the Wizards in the postseason, was directly related to John Wall. He pitched a shutout in Game 7, fourth quarter, Game 7, Eastern Conference, second round. You win that, you take on the uh, big bad Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference Finals. The stars are supposed to align in favor of greatness in moments like that. They're not supposed to vanish into oblivion in crunch time. And that's exactly what happened. John Wall, he has to own that, and that's a bad job by him. Now, secondly, certainly Washington has to upgrade the bench. Uh, You can't really debate that. The numbers are there. However, here's the rub on this. It is a cop-out in this respect because generally great bench play helps you more during the regular season than it does during the postseason. You have so many days off in the postseason that – you're not playing your bench as much. You just generally don't do that. You're you're going to play your starters extended minutes during the regular season. The bench helps you out on the fourth game in five nights when the star players are lazy and don't want to play and they don't want to suck it up and go out there and play. If John Wall is depending on the Wizards bench to win a championship, then it is never going to happen. He is delusional. It's not going to take place. Next! Though you would never admit it, Ben, a lot of uh, people take the stance that the San Francisco Giants are better than the record. Than what the record shows. <laughs> Shocking. Well, they got shut out by the Nationals, did they not? Well, unfortunately for them, they're in the best division in baseball. It's not even June yet, but is the season over for the Giants? Yeah, well, mathematically, clearly it's not over. The Giants still have 67% of the regular season to play. But realistically... If you have watched what has transpired up until this point, this is not the year for San Francisco 
It's just not. And a couple reasons why. Number one, the Giants are assuming the position that Madison Bumgarner is going to be the Messiah, that simply having him return to the rotation, which is still a few weeks away at least, just having Bumgarner come back, that is going to be the placebo that cures the Giants. And here's the problem, though. The bullpen has been a bigger issue. Hunter Strickland and the guys down in the bullpen, that's been a bigger Achilles heel for the Giants this year. San Francisco's bullpen is ranked 25th in baseball in earned run average over the past month. And the second point, you mentioned how good the division is. The Dodgers and the Rockies have much better offensive baseball teams. Their lineups are stacked compared to the Giants, who have gaping holes in their everyday lineup. Now, they have some players out, but even if you if you look at the Giants as a whole here, some of the guys that were out when they were were there, they weren't hitting very very well. The Gigantes are 28th in baseball in runs scored. There are only two teams in the big leagues that have scored fewer runs than the San Francisco Giants this year. That's the Padres and the Royals. And they're closing in on the Giants. The Giants could be the worst offensive team in baseball by the end of June. They're they're heading that direction. So barring some kind of unforeseen trade, the Giants, if things break right, this looks like a 500 team. I'm not buying the Giants. Next! It was reported on Sunday that despite the decision to move to Las Vegas, fans in Oakland still want to see their lame duck franchise in person this season. Now, according to the San Francisco Chronicle, the Raiders have sold out all of their season tickets. Did they put extra tarps up to do that? Is it? <laughs> it got me to thinking, Ben. Yeah. How much do you think Marshawn Lynch had to do with this, or do you think that they would have sold out either way? All right. All right I'll break this down. I'll make it very simple. All right. There's some math, Maller math. I will give Marshawn Lynch zero percent of the credit. I'm going to give him no credit for this, and I'll tell you why. I would like to think, first of all, that Raider fans – are smart enough and educated enough when it comes to football to not fall for the hype machine of a 31-year-old running back who hasn't played in a season. And when he last played for the Seahawks, Marshawn Lynch was injured and missed nine games. I'd like to think that you're not going to buy tickets to see a a running back who is not going to play very much, most likely. At some point, he'll get hurt again. And B, to me, there are two reasons why you would buy Raider tickets. Number one... The team is good, right? And they should be one of the legit contenders to the Patriots in the AFC. They won 12 games last year, and they figure to be around that area again. They'll be around 12 wins, give or take a win or two in that department. So that's rarefied air. But there are also people who are opportunists, and they see an opportunity to profit, right? You, you see those, those big giant tech companies that are all over Northern California, the great boom in, in tech. Raider tickets are not that valuable now. But on the secondary market, if the Raiders are good, those late-season home games will be a cash cow. You can sell these tickets on the secondary market to the people who work at Google and Facebook and YouTube and cash in. They will pay top dollar to be part of the event. So it's a business opportunity. But to me, it looks bad because the Raiders are gone. They don't want to be there anymore. They want to be in Vegas. I'm I'm surprised that they were able to sell out all the tickets. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you passed this edition. That's a winner! (laughs) 
It's another win for me. That's the all. I'm the all times win leader on Mallard of the third degree. No one has more <laughs> wins. No one's even close to me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Now, <laughs> Maller's Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. We put a pause on the bombastic rhetoric that is the Ben Maller program to let our hair down or up like Tiger Woods. And it is time now to have Maller's Mountain of Money. This is as close as we will get on Sports Talk Radio to athletic competition. And much like the Olympics, it is filled with scandal, rumor, and innuendo. We hope to have a clean game, but I am not counting on that. My staff has an outstanding, exceptional ability of bending and cheating rules. Wrong! Well, let's play the game anyway. It is Maller's Mountain of Money. And who do we have matched up this week? Let's uh, say hello to Andrew in Fremont, California. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Ben. Welcome. Uh, we've met you, Andrew. You were in here. You hung out with us. Yep, I was here when Paris on December 19th of last year. When... Eddie Garcia was not there. Yes, uh, Eddie was away. Uh, he, Eddie never takes time off. I can't believe he was not here for that. I'm shocked by that. Uh, all right, well, Andrew, how come you didn't say hello to America? Hello, because this, this, this game show is not Good Morning America, but Good Morning America. <laughs> it's a different show. Good Morning America. Yeah. It's a different uh, program. Well, where have you been, Andrew? You, you haven't called much since we met you. Did we offend you in any way? No, I haven't. I've been like... I've been like trying to sleep early, but then tomorrow I have no school, no work, so I decided to call in. Oh, good. You sound like my dad. My dad. I, just, I have a good show. I'm going to bed. That's how my conversations with my dad end. Yeah. Okay. Big fan of my work here. My art. My audio art that I do on a nightly basis. All right. Now, hold on, Andrew. And we have Bill in St. Paul. Hello, Bill. Hello, Ben. Welcome in. Bill's a regular on the game shows. He's played a number of times over the years. And you ready to go at it again here, Bill? You ready to get blindsided by Andrew? Yeah, it's going to be tough. He's pretty good. It's a bad attitude. I need more of a positive attitude. You've got a counterpunch. you got to come back. All right, All right hold on. Let's put him on hold. Let's see if they fix the phones. This will be interesting. Uh, Andrew. I'm going to say no. You're going to go no on that? The bottom bank wasn't working. Hey, I sent a strongly worded email that very day. You so. did? All right, well, I'll find out in a second. Andrew, or who do you want to partner up with, Andrew? I think I know, but who do you want to partner up with? Eddie Garcia. I knew that, yes, of course. And let me see. Bill, are you there, Bill? Yep. I'm oh, here. it's working! The phones are working! Uh-huh. Uh, yes. A miracle has happened on Fox Sports Radio. My letterhead works. Something actually got fixed. Unbelievable. Okay, great job by the engineering department. Bill, who would you like to partner up with, Bill? Uh, Koopa Loop. All right, the Koopa Loop is in, and so it's. Let me write this down here. Andrew in Fremont and Eddie versus Bill and Coop. Well, the good I'm a, news I'm a little is nervous. there will be no cheating, which is the good news. Because no <laughs> you're not involved. <laughs> like I said, there'll be no cheating because uh, you you guys are going against each other. You can't conspire against me. All right. Well, Big Ben will help me keep score here. It's the Allman Brothers Band edition. R.I.P. to Greg Allman. It's the reason we played a lot of his music on yesterday's show. 
He recently passed. I feel like every day someone. Yeah, dying. it stinks because famous. I've never is heard that. of him. The rock and roll <laughs> legends are are getting older. <laughs> died you, at did you 69. Hear what, did you hear what he just said there? I Dave? did. Yeah. I tried to pretend like. Oh, okay. Come on, Andrew. Google the Allman Brothers. All right, cate- he's a relief pitcher for the A's. <laughs> Category one, Ramblin' Man. Category He'd two. He'd know him if he was an A's relief pitcher. <laughs> ain't wasting time no more. Category three, Whipping Post. Or category four, Revival. Of course, all classic songs from the Allman Brothers. Andrew, you're on the line first. You get to choose first. Ain't wasting time no more. Ain't wasting no time no more. All right, so that's Andrew's. And now, Bill, that leaves you with Ramblin' Man, Whipping Post, or Revival. Let's just go for whipping post. Okay, you got it. So, Bill usually ends up these game shows. All right, gentlemen, on the board from 10 to 100 points, we need the first and last name of the sports figures. Andrew, you picked Ain't Wasting Time No More. These players were all great while green. They won Rookie of the Year. Okay. Oh, what happened? Sorry, I forgot to change the the description. They they all hit uh, famous buzzer beaters. Oh, that was a Cooper blooper. (laughs) Yep. A little little laziness there. All right. Let's uh, pick it up here, boys. 45 seconds on the clock. You ready, Eddie? All right. First and last name, Andrew. Yes, I'm ready. Go. Greatest NBA player of all time with the Bulls. Michael Jordan. Best assist man in NBA history with the Jazz. John Stockton. Uh, NBA guard. He won a title with the Celtics with Garnett and Ray Allen uh, with the Clippers this year. Paul Pierce. Former NBA player, hit a lot of big shots for the Lakers. He also coached the Knicks and got fired. Fire Scott. No, no. No. Yes. Uh, also a Laker, hit a lot of big shots. His nickname was Big Shot. Jerry West. No. Later in, <laughs> later with the Lakers. No, the Baylor. Okay. Oh. Uh, pass. Former Rockets big man. He played with Akeem Olajuwon. No. Uh, NBA star with the Magic. He was famous for never making the second round of the playoffs. Had kind of a lazy eye. Oh, Andrew chokes. Oh, God. uh, Gagged on that one. Well, there were a few before his time, like the Allman Brothers. Tracy McGrady, Ralph Sampson, and Robert Ori. You could have gone seven championships. You could have done that. That's what I would have done. I would have gotten it. All right. uh, How many points there, Big Ben? I wasn't keeping score. I don't know. All right. We'll move Uh, on. That would be... (laughs) Uh, I believe 100. 100? Yeah. That sounds right. right. We'll go with that. Okay, Bill, your category, you chose whipping post. These athletes have been targeted, sometimes unfairly, by referees and league officials. All right, 45 seconds on the clock. Coop de loop, you ready? Yes. Go. Quarterback for the Patriots. Tom Brady. Yes, wide receiver for the Steelers. He gets uh, targeted for celebrating too much. Oh, uh. What? What? Antonio Brown. Yes. Uh, his nickname is Boogie. He's the center for uh, the Pelicans now, but he was on the Kings. Pass. Um, he is a defensive lineman for the, the Dolphins. He used to be on the Lions. He's, he's supposedly and, dirty. And Dominican Sue. Yes. Uh, wide receiver. He used to play for the Browns, but he can't get back in the league because he can't stop smoking pot. Tip of my tongue. Uh, pass. Okay, wide receiver for the Raiders. He got his chain ripped off by Akeem Talib. Oh. Oh, oh boy. Sorry. What a, what a, wow. You were looking 70. for Michael Crabtree right there. Josh Gordon is the brown, the pot smoking yeah. brown. And uh, who else? Demarcus, Cousins. Demarcus Cousins. That's Boogie so, Cousins. Only 70 points, man. So 170. We have a defensive battle. Oh, this game is terrible when I don't play. All right. Uh, hold on a sec, everyone here. Hold, uh, stand your ground there, Andrew and Bill. 
Bill in St. Paul, Andrew in Fremont, California. So it's a 100-70 game. Uh, very boring. Reminds me of the Stanley Cup uh, final second period. But the whining factor is way down. The quality of the game has gone way down as well. That is accurate. All right. Then we will have the conclusion of Maller's Mountain of Money. This snooze fest will have the big finish. We'll get to that next. Justin writes in and says, the games suck when Ben is not playing. Listen, Justin, I can't play every game. I know people want me to play in every game. I can't play in every game. And I, you know, the games I think are, there are a lot of people that are happy you're not playing Games are right terrible. Now. It's very boring radio. But uh, we will yeah. continue on here with this <laughs> mundane pedestrian version of Maller's Mountain of Money. There's also a lot of tweets saying it's a tantrum-free game. I don't see Although any of just, those because you're kind lying. Of you're one. making that up. <laughs> really? You are making that okay. up. Another right. fake news check story my timeline. from Danny G. I don't need to t- uh, check your timeline. Wow, that would are these people, wrong, are yeah. these people cowards? They can't send those messages to oh, me? Boy. Are they Are they wimps? <sighs> are they wusses? Are they let's, like Buster Posey? Let's continue. thought we were going to avoid the whining. <laughs> it's the Allman Brothers Band Edition. Bill, you're trailing, so you get to choose the next category here. Either oh. Revival, the song you just heard as we came back, or Ramblin' Man. Uh, I'll choose Ramblin' Man. Ramblin' Man, all right. These athletes are difficult to understand. 45 Racist. seconds. Now, you're 30 <laughs> points behind, Bill. You're 30 points behind. All right, 45 seconds on the clock. Coop, are you ready? Yes. Center for the Lakers with Kobe helped him get some championships. Uh, He's on TNT Shaq. now. Yes. Well, full, his name. full name. Full name. Oh, wait. Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. Um, uh, center for the, the Rockets. Uh, the Dream. Dream Shake. Hakeem Olajuwon. Yes. Um, he was a center for the uh, Hawks. Uh, not in my house. Waves his finger. Dikembe Mutombo. Yes. Wow. Uh, uh, former tight end for the Broncos. He's now on a show with Skip Bayless. He's the hardest to understand. Shannon Sharp. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this guy he called the Yankees his daddy. He was a pitcher for the Red Sox. Had Jerry Curls. Uh, Pedro Martinez. Yes. Wow. Um, he's an often hurt center for the, the 76ers. Mm. Oh. oh. Ran out of time there. You. He was trying to get you to Joel Embiid, but... Okay, yeah. how many points there, Big Ben? I just want to say that Bill is in no hurry. Uh, you know, the, <laughs> Bill is not going to rush at all. Uh, that was Slow a, and steady wins the race. That was 160. Maybe. We'll find out if that's true. That was 160 points uh, added on with the 70, so that's 240, and that is a 140-point. That's 230. Or 230, rather. That's uh, 230. There you go. It's not trigonometry. It's not, I said there would be no. <laughs> if I was Ben, I'd be accusing someone of cheating right now, but I'm not. I'm bored. We just end this game already. This is so boring. <laughs> okay, be quiet. Terrible radio. Andrew in Fremont, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Go. Revival is your category. These athletes have all won comeback player of the year. 45 seconds on the clock. Eddie, are you ready? Ready. Go. Current quarterback of the Saints. Current catcher for the Giants, San Francisco Giants. Current wide receiver for the Packers, white guy. Mets pitcher, the Dark Knight. Uh, no, it's uh, gets hurt a lot. David Cardinal. No, skip. Uh, former Ravens receiver was a star with the Carolina Panthers. Little guy, very scrappy wide receiver. Steve Smith. Yes. Uh, Chiefs star safety just came back from cancer. Kansas City Pass. Chiefs. Uh, former Pass. former Broncos quarterback. He later star- uh, was a starter for the Steelers. Played in the XFL. Uh, 
No. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to uh, say Carson Palmer. Well, by my, by my well, he map, killed two people. that's 120 <laughs> points, Uh-oh. and uh, that is only 220 total. And that means that Bill and Coop have won oh, Mallard's Mountain of Money. Andrew did not know who Matt Harvey was. Come on, Andrew. Really? Uh, he didn't Matt know Harvey? Eric Berry. Eric Berry. and or Tommy Maddox. That at the was very end the Tommy kind of... Maddox. I'll give him a pass Tommy, on that one. Tommy Maddox played for the Steelers and went to UCLA. I said he played for the Steelers. Well, a little fighting on that team over there. Apparently there's uh, some, some infighting going on over there. Would you guys like to fight? No? Yeah, the XFL clue is a really bad clue, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, listen, Andrew, you're a loser. You did not win. It's okay, okay. Andrew. You're a legend. Game show legend. No, oh, stop. Stop. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Bill, somehow, with no hurry up, no giddy up, are you uh, still Those clues that Coop gave were not very good. Yeah, um, I, I got it. No, I got to give a ton of credit. Bill will never be, Bill. Bill will never be confused with Speed Racer. That is sure. But uh, congratulations. Good job, Bill. He wins. Uh, the ratings say the worst edition ever of Mallers. Oh, the ratings are just in here. Worst rated ever, they're saying there. That's the condensed version of the ratings. I don't, shocking that the ratings were that it's bad. It's amazing when Ben doesn't play. Oh, there's no cheating. Uh, it's, it's amazing shocking how, how that boring happens. these games are. Where They need me in these games. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. But one of our favorites, we don't hear from him enough. Let's go to Los Angeles now on the Ben Maller Show on Fox and say hello to Boo Man, who's on Fox. Hello, Boo Man. What's going on, Big Ben? How are you, man? I'm ready for some booze. I'm ready. Okay, look, I'm going to make it short because I got a surprise for you. Okay. Anyway, okay, first of all, that Christine chick and, 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 and Colin Coward. Who? Colin Cowherd, sexist. Yes. Hey, look. Uh, I don't think that's his name. Before they came on, she talked about his parenting skills, all that. So I want to boo her. All right. Are we allowed to? Colin right, we'll Cowherd. Her. After that, that, that big argument, so much that they had. Two days later, he's on there. Oh, nobody's going to come in here and talk crazy to my people. But he didn't say nothing while that man was sitting there in front of him. So I want to boo him. But anyway, the heck with the booze. I got a surprise for you, Ben. Okay. What do you got? I have written you a theme song. And I'm going to sing it for you. Now, hold on. I want to make sure we get a clean copy, Boo, man. I'm honored that you did this. Oh, no, 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 no. no. There's not a swear word in it. No, no, I know that. No, I just want to make sure oh. we re- – I don't want to talk over it. I want to make sure we get a clean oh, okay. copy of oh, it. Oh. So, but not- I, I, I did this like – Oh, I did. Matter of fact, you you were on vacation, then you disappeared when the Clippers lost. <laughs> no, I didn't. Do, I had food poisoning. I was in Las Vegas, and I had okay, food poisoning. Okay, well, you know, I mean, yeah. Clipper poisoning. I ate too okay. much. I yeah. All right, well, stop with the sound effects, please. Right, the man's about to perform a melody. Oh, oh, oh! I do have to make one point about uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yes, he is a victim of the chocolate chip cookie. Let me explain. Steve Harvey calls the woman's sex organ the cookie. Colin Kaepernick is dating a black woman, thus the chocolate chip cookie. If he was dating Buffy, he would not be doing what he's doing. 
So you're saying he's been brainwashed by a woman? That no, was... he has not been brainwashed. He's been nippy washed. Okay, okay, or whatever. Listen, people, people said that early on, and then. Uh... No, but that's what it is. No, no uh, listen. If he was well, getting buffy, man. He would never have done that. Well, listen, I tend to agree with you because he didn't act like this before. He didn't care exactly. about any of this stuff. All of a sudden, he had a. Well, epiphany. you know what I'm saying. Once you go black. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know about that. All right. Uh, let's. Uh, here we go, Boo Man Boy. You're playing okay. with fire. Here hey, we hey, go. Look here. This is my shot for Call of the Year and my lifetime golden ticket. Anyway, here we go. Love the games Ben Maller plays. I listen when I can't get laid. Lord, I hope that he's well paid. Ben Maller show. He's in the Avenue. Melissa calls from here and there. Danny G, Eddie, and Coop's on board, so the fun and laughter we'll share. Hope you like this song I wrote. Yes, I've stolen every note. Call Geico for your three-rate quote. I feel like I've heard that theme before. I... I think, uh, All in the family, man. Archie Bunker. Uh, I know. Archie Bunker's like, hey, wait a minute. What happened? All right. Well, uh, Boo Man, very nice there. We thank you for that. It was outstanding. <laughs> I'm sure we'll play that back here. We have that. We'll play it back. All right. Uh, thank you, Boo Man. Boo. Not a problem. Oh, by the way, yeah. check me out on, on YouTube, L.A. John Bareback Bar. All right, thank you for that. I didn't know if we could say that. All right, uh, there you go. Ray Glenn Miller playing. Yeah. Songs that made the hit parade. Those were the days. Guys like me, we had it made. Those were the days. days. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Get more hockey, hockey, hockey. We pucked the world with Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia. Yeah, despite what Ben Maller thinks, uh, he was completely wrong. Game one of the Stanley Cup Finals started great for Nashville. They were dominating early on, but then at the first goal of the game, overturn on a coach's challenge for offsides. Awful call by the referees to overturn the call on the ice. That goal should have stood. The game changed after that. Pittsburgh jumped out to a 3-0 lead after the first period. Nashville would claw their way back into the game with a couple of power play goals. But in the end, rookie Jake Gensel gets the game winner for Pittsburgh with just over three minutes to play. His 10th goal of the playoffs. That leads all players in postseason goals. He had 16 goals during the entire regular season. But Jake Gensel with 10 goals now in the playoffs. Pittsburgh wins the game 5-3. Goldie Pecorine for Nashville, who had been the leading candidate for a playoff MVP coming into the series. A lot four goals on 11 shots. Not a good save percentage, obviously. For Pittsburgh, just 12 goals in the game. None in the second period. Those That's the fewest fewest shots on goal in yeah. a game by a winning team in the Stanley Cup Finals. If they had 12 goals, that would be something. So Pittsburgh finds a way to win in a game that they were probably outplayed. For Nashville, they're <laughs> probably thinking they were the better team. We'll see how that is going forward if they can keep Play playing to that win style. The game. game two will be Wednesday in Pittsburgh. Can't wait for another 38 minutes without a shot on goal. That's I can't wait for that. Yeah, but keep watching those incredible NBA playoffs. They're games. great. I can't wait. A great NBA game yesterday. It was wonderful. Very competitive. and went down to the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboy John Brad for 20 seconds. Okay, at 5.52 a.m. Eastern Eastern Daylight Time on uh, Tuesday, May uh, 30th, uh, 2017. 
uh, uh, let's see, Gail Sayers is 74 today, and uh, speak to you people tomorrow morning. <laughs> Look, see, Cowboy realizes 20 seconds is 20 seconds. It's not 25 seconds. It's not 30 seconds. It's 20 seconds. We told him 20 seconds. That's what exactly what he did. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.